If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Several local school districts are about a week away from dropping their mask mandates. So Petaluma City Schools in Katati Roner Park students can drop their masks next Monday. Dang. So that's three days after the statewide school mask mandate will be downgraded to a strong recommendation. And I just want to emphasize, I said dang, like that's crazy. I didn't say dang, like dang, I'm bummed or anything like that. <laughs> Let's clarify. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. So Santa Rosa City Schools, the largest district in Sonoma County, will keep its mask mandate going until the school board decides on a date for dropping it. The board will meet and discuss the mandate on Wednesday so we can know the date after then. All right. So we'll keep you updated. Yeah. Uh, as much as possible. Well, U.S., United States, gasoline prices have hit an all-time high at an average of four seventeen dollars per gallon. Now, the price for a gallon of gas has gone up 55 cents in one week. Uh, so the previous high came 13 years ago at four ten a gallon. And, of course, gas prices have spiked after the White House banned Russian oil imports due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, experts say we could see gas as high as $5 per gallon, which we are witnessing here in Sonoma County and in Los Angeles, like yeah. mostly, you know, here in California. And I see like my friends and family post like, oh, wow, gas is $4.10 <laughs> a gallon back in Georgia. And right. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. We got the most expensive gas in the country right now. <laughs> yeah, I just passed the Chevron by her work. It's up to $6 a gallon. And this time I'm saying, dang, like I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so Carrie Underwood has something up her sleeve and she's playing a bit coy regarding what it is. Carrie said, quote, I'm always, I'm always working on something, obviously. We can't spill too many beans right now, but my fans know what I mean when I say soon. Ooh. Yeah, when Carrie Underwood says soon, it actually means soon. Uh, Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean performed If I Didn't Love You at the ACMs on Monday night. But just know, new music from Carrie Underwood might be coming sooner than you think. Amber and Tanner in the morning. This is really cool. Santa Rosa is the 14th happiest city in the United States. I think that's awesome. I'm glad Sonoma County is getting some recognition. This was done by Wallet Hub. So this report examined more than 180 of the largest U.S. cities to determine which were home to the happiest people. And Sonoma County made the cut. Yay! Yeah. 14, baby! Woo! I'll take that. Yeah, that's great. So since, you know, Santa Rosa is so great... Obviously, Amber, we both live in Santa Rosa. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think any city or town in Sonoma County could be that 14th spot. Yeah, for sure. I just think because Santa Rosa is like the biggest city in Sonoma County, that's why it's on the list. It's very, yeah, it's accessible. Yeah. You know, to lots of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, my favorite thing I think about Santa Rosa or just living in this area in general, and I think I've said this before, it's the weather. Yeah. Um, back in Georgia, it was really hot and humid. And here it's like 
This is literally the best weather on the planet. Yeah. It's sunny. <laughs> it, you know, it's not, it doesn't get too hot, doesn't get too cold. I'm like, what is what is this paradise we have found? And I think overall it has a big impact on all of our moods. For sure. And that's my favorite thing about living in Sonoma County is that people are way nicer here than where I'm from, the Pacific Northwest. People, you know, will hold doors open for you. I actually have conversations with strangers places, which is something that was hard for me to understand. Understand when I moved here, I was like, people talk to each other. It's nice. That is so crazy <laughs> to me, but I love it. I'm uh, I'm truly happy to call Sonoma County home. Um, getting a lot of great responses on our Facebook page, on our Froggy Facebook page, about our favorite things about living in Sonoma County. Connie from Petaluma said her favorite thing about Sonoma County is that it's family oriented. And Kathy from Runner Park said the wine and the beer. Yes. Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. The saddest songs of all time have been revealed, and this is according to a survey by the Ear Care brand. Lyrics. It's called Lyrics, and it's, oh. an, ear, it's an ear care brand, apparently. <laughs> um, so, you know, take this maybe with a grain of salt, but I, I Googled, I will say, I Googled the top the top song on this list and it's on a bunch of other lists okay. as the top, as the saddest song of all time. Well, looking at the list, it seems pretty <laughs> accurate to me, okay. especially number 5, which is The Beatles Yesterday. Okay, what's that song about? Yesterday. It's about breaking up with someone. Okay, so it's a it's a love song yeah, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Um so after Yesterday by The Beatles, number 4 on the list is of course Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You. At number three, Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven. At number two of the saddest songs of all time is Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You. She's literally crying in the music video. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's crying in the music video, there's no way it's not a sad song. Right. <laughs> and the number one saddest song of all time is R.E.M., Everybody Hurts. Everybody Hurts. Everybody. <laughs> just mess with you. Uh, that's a that's a really sad song. Yeah. I will say that, uh, but I think country songs are a little bit sadder. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're all unnecessarily sad to me. Uh, so, Tanner, what do you think is the saddest country song of all time? You know, I love myself some Garth Brooks. I'm gonna have to go with the dance. And I'm glad I didn't know. It's originally a breakup song was Gar's intention, but it ended up being a song that's played at a lot of funerals. So sad. And it started at Dale Earnhardt's funeral where Garth performed it. Aww. And uh, I think for most funerals, for people that love country music, you're probably going to hear the dance. It's so sad. Could have missed uh, the pain, but I would have missed the dance. Dance, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, it's got to be Concrete Angel by Martina McBride. Concrete Angel So just a little bit of a trigger warning about this song. It is about domestic violence. It is about abuse. It's about a little girl and she's abused by her parents and she, you know, goes to school every day in the same dress. Yeah. But she's so strong and it's so sad. I can't, I can't handle it. That's I a, never listened to it. I ha I've actually never heard that song before. Really? So I'm going to go check it out Don't. after this. Go maybe cry in the bathroom or something. Well, there's a box of tissues over there. <laughs> Take that with you. Thank you.
It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. I have a bad habit. My bad habit in my toxic trade at home is that I use my computer chair in my bedroom as a second closet. Every single day when I come home, the jacket, the sweatshirt comes off and I just throw it on my chair. How does the chair not fall over? It has. <laughs> Multiple times. And my girlfriend is sick and tired of it. She, What she started to do is she took the clothes around the chair and just throws them on the floor. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so they're dirty? They're dirty jackets? They're dirty clothes? I mean, I guess. I wear jackets and sweatshirts a few times before I wash them, so I'm like, ah, I might use this tomorrow, and so that's my thought process. But she told me, Tanner, something that bothers me about you is that you just leave things in small little piles all around her house. And okay. I do the same thing with change. I'll put them in a little corner. Apparently, I have a sock mountain <laughs> that I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of. I put it in the same spot, and so that's something I'm working uh, on in my household, but I do believe in all my heart that everybody has at least one pile of something in their home. Yeah, my fiance has a bad habit of leaving clothes in the bathroom, and our bathroom's tiny, so it drives me crazy. And there was one week where I was like, I'm just going to see how far he'll take this. I'm not going <laughs> to, like, I did not pick up after him for a week, and it just, the pile just kept getting bigger. And he was like, I was wondering when you were going to say something. And I was like, are we testing each other right now? Because huh. it's, not, it's not funny. Do you think he got <laughs> a little too used to you picking it up for him? I don't know. He just doesn't care about anything. <laughs> he I just f- doesn't. I feel like you and Cammy, my girlfriend, would understand each other on such a deep level because of this. Because <laughs> now that oh, I think of it, deep, huh? I have a bathroom pile, too. Yeah. I'm gross. The bathroom pile is, it, it, it gets a little too much yeah, sometimes. You, you should have seen my apartment when I lived by myself. It was a pigsty. <laughs> I did. I did see the pigsty. <laughs> so on our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page, people are talking about things that we have a pile of because we believe everybody has at least one pile. Christine from Santa Rosa says, receipts. I have a mountain of them. And Katie from Katati says, laundry, no matter how much I try and also the corner of our kitchen counter. It seems everyone always wants to pile all their junk right there, too. Yeah, junk pile. Uh, Ashley from Windsor says, goodwill donations that I need to take. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So is this a fair request? Some guy posted on Reddit after his wife told him she'll only have a baby with him if he agrees to pay her $50,000 to do it. So they make about $175,000 a year. But they both want to have a baby. And apparently they've always kept their finances separate. So the woman wants the guy to pay her to have a kid, $50,000 in lost salary for the first six months, and another fifty grand if she ends up taking a full year off. So in short, the wife thinks he should have to help out financially, cover that portion of the salary. Otherwise, she's the only one taking the financial hit when they're both having the baby. So she also found out that she can take an additional six months off, but won't get paid at all. So let's think about that. And people online are, you know, 
split about it. Some people think it's a fair request since they both have always kept their finances separate. But the guy says it just feels gross and transactional, like she's asking him to bribe her to have a baby. Now, as someone who's in a relationship where finances are kept separately, I can see where the wife is coming from. But I mostly just think it's time maybe for this couple to start combining finances. Maybe it's time for a joint bank account at this point, especially if you're starting a family. Because think about it. He wants her to take all the physical and financial risks of starting a family, but doesn't want her to be compensated for any of it. That That's not fair at all. And I, I totally see where she's coming from. But maybe there is a better way to do this instead of having him just dish out $50,000 to the wife. There, there's got to be a way that they can handle this. I don't have a family, but I am in a relationship, again, where finances are kept separately. So maybe I don't have much of an opinion about this, but do you think this is a fair request from the wife or no? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Might, might, might answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Here is today's mind bender. Men are 5% more likely than women to do this when driving. What is it? We have three clues for you. Clue number one, nothing to do with their phone. Another clue, it is illegal. And here's your final clue, points for it. All right, can you guess what that mind bender is? All right, who's this? Uh, Chris from Arnott Park. Chris, what is your guess for today's mind bender? Speeding. That's correct. Congratulations, Chris. You're going to Friday Country Summer. Uh, Thank you. June 17th, we will see you at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. You'll see Kelsey Ballerini, Russell Dickerson, Ryan Hurd, Tennille Arts, and Adam Sanders. Who are you most excited to see? Oh, all of them, really. (laughs) That's fine. We'll we'll, we'll take that, all of them. (laughs) All right. You're going to Country Summer on Friday, June 17th, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. These are the gas prices this year. With gas prices these days, gas prices are through the roof. Gas pumps and their ever-changing prices. When the gas prices skyrocket, we sell it, make a huge profit. Hug, hug, gas, gas, gas. Gas prices are going to continue to soar because of Russia's invasion of the Ukraine and the U.S. is banning Russian oil. And I don't know about you, Amber, but this is the most expensive gas has been in my lifetime. I think it was really expensive back in 2008. Yeah. Um, when, you know, the economy was collapsing. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. It's not funny, but that I remember it being pretty high then. It, the average across the entire country right now is $5 a gallon. And in Sonoma County, as we know, is a lot more expensive than that. I'm it's, seeing $6 in Santa Rosa. It's pretty pricey. Yeah. And as I mentioned earlier on the show, my friends and family back in Georgia are complaining about gas prices there. I'm like, please, that's <laughs> chump change. You're like $3.50. That's not expensive. <laughs> that's a good deal around where I live. Uh, Amber, since gas is so expensive right now, do you have any hacks for how to save money on gas or something do so? we're not using so much of it yes uh don't drive anywhere (laughs) because that's what i do yeah i mean or get a vehicle that's gas saving there's nothing you can do really i mean as far as i know right so maybe i am also looking for a gas saving hack something i do and this probably isn't going to be applicable to you amber is my girlfriend works in novato she works at klein sellers and so what we're gonna do tomorrow she's gonna take my car to work because gas is cheaper in novato 
And uh, so we're just going to switch cars for a day and then switch back. Interesting. Saves money. Okay. Um, Cassandra from Windsor, you were telling us off the air that you know someone uh, that knows a great way to save money on gas. I would have to say my husband was because he yeah. used to put it in neutral and just let it coast to cut <laughs> down on gas. <laughs> I was really confused at first, but he'd put it, get it up to speed, put it in neutral, coast, and then once it gets like down below speed a little bit, he'd coast it. He'd put it back in drive and then go again. Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're talking to Wendy. Recently, a kid hit a baseball onto Wendy's car at Howarth Park. And Barry Martindale is representing the family in question. And we're going to mess with Wendy a little bit this morning. Hi, this is Wendy. Who's this? Wendy, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. It's come to my attention that you are outside of Howarth Park in Santa Rosa and a child accidentally hit your car with a baseball? Yes. What I have in front of me is that it dented the hood of your car? Yeah. Well, I'm representing that family today, and after talking to their insurance company, the family and the child aren't at fault or liable. What do you mean? They hit... The, the kid hit my car. I understand that, but you parked in what's called a danger zone here in Sonoma County. Apparently, when you park in these zones, it's uh, often to get hit by tennis balls or baseballs, and you parking your car was at your own risk. Uh, there was no, like, sign that it was a danger zone. I, I imagine this is frustrating. I totally sympathize with you, but you should have just parked somewhere else. This is ridiculous. I would think the family would just own the fact that their kid hit my car and paid for it. Well, it happens. Have you ever been around kids? Why Why are you being such a Grinch right now? I'm not a Grinch. I love it. I have my own children. And if my children hit somebody else's car with a baseball bat, I would absolutely cover the damage. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Seriously? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. I've been discussing with you, Tanner, and on social media about kind of what the situation is with my car, with my, yeah. my form of transportation. And in case you missed it, uh, my car's been in and out of the shop a lot the past couple of months. Um, luckily, my car is under warranty, and a lot of these things got fixed for free. Um, I was having some trouble with things internally, and then I had to get the brakes replaced. And then now the motor for my seat broke, so I can't move my seat forward and reach the steering wheel. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. You bought a lemon. Well, it was a rental car before I got it. Like, you bought your car new, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably the plastic was still on the seats when you got it. (laughs) Actually, it was. Um, But... You know, I know that a lot of wear and tear can happen when it's an older car. It's a 2018. And the dealership said this is normal, especially for Hyundais, which is why they're fixing it for free, which which is great. But I'm just like, is more stuff going to keep happening? to the car and then it's not going to be under warranty anymore which bums me out because the whole reason why i bought a hyundai was because i was told they were reliable 
I mean, I think it's just a hit or miss with cars. Yeah. It, they could be fine. Some could be, you know, have a recall like mine did on them. It's just hit or miss. But, you know, a lot of people on social media were giving me advice and, you know, people were saying, oh, you should trade it in or you should sell it. And other people were like, don't do that because you'll just go into more debt. And honestly, the latter is my biggest concern. Is it debt or I, I, I think about it this way? Yes, you will be tackling more debt, but are you going to be spending more money fixing up the car than what it's worth? See, that's the biggest concern because once it's not under warranty, then yeah, I'll have to pump money into it. But maybe by that time, I'll finally decide to trade it in. But (laughs) I don't want to be talked into trading in something either. Like, I want to make that decision on my own. And I'm so worried about being in debt because I feel like we're so controlled by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really know what to do or what the situation is. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. The ACMs were in Las Vegas this year, and so as you could imagine, a lot of our favorite country stars were doing some gambling. Yeah. Little bit of partying. And that was definitely the case for Hardy because he was talking about how he scored huge gambling the night before the ACMs. One beer turns into a lit cigarette burning into a two beer bus. I'm a tables man and um, yeah, I won more money last night than I ever have in my entire life. On roulette actually, 20 grand. I put it on black. $20,000! Hardy! I was telling you before we even went on that he's probably already so rich because of all the songs he writes, not only just from his career, but for everyone else. And then just free, free money coming at you. $20,000 for Hardy is a lot different than $20,000 for us. Uh, I kind of need that. Yeah. Especially in my car situation right now. (laughs) Amber, what is the biggest like prize or amount of money that you've won? I think if we're talking like monetarily, uh, I won a photography session from a local photographer. Her name is Morgan Rose. Photography sessions are really expensive. I did not realize this and I need engagement photos soon. And it's for free. My engagement photos are going to be for free all thanks to her. And it's, yeah, it's incredible. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. But uh, it's It's coming. It's going to be such a huge like burden. Absolutely. That's lifted. But anyway, what about you? I am not a gambling man. I do not like to gamble. I have never liked to gamble. But the biggest prize that I've won is I entered a sweepstakes with Taco Bell when I was in high school. It was like win free tacos for a year. And guess what? I won that Taco Bell. And it was the best day of my (laughs) life. Honestly, the best year of my life because all my friends were like, hey, want to go to Taco Bell? And I was like, Taco Bell's on me, guys. You got free. So you got like what? One taco a day? I got three free tacos a day. A day? For an entire year. That's awesome. Best day of my life. Anna from Santa Rosa, thank you so much for joining us. You were telling us about someone in your life that has won big. Okay, so my dad, he ended up winning $20,000, I think, on the Powerball. But he was one number away, one digit off from winning $93 million. How can he be disappointed with $20,000? But, oh my gosh, so close. One digit off. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Show now. T 
Sophia from Sonoma. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I sure am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Tia, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Tia, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yeah, Amber, you're going down. I'm feeling it today. Half a point bonus rewarded. Tia, here's question number one. Prince Harry was recently spotted at a Texas rodeo in Fort Worth. Tia, how many seconds do bull riders have to try to stay on the bull? Eight. That is correct. Question number two. Dirks Bentley says that he's a big fan of Chris Stapleton. True or false, Dirks and Chris have collaborated on a song. True? That is incorrect. Here's question number three. On this day, in 1959, Barbie was born. Finish the lyrics, I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world. That is correct. Question number four. Blake Shelton honored uh, his wife yesterday for International Women's Day. Who is Blake Shelton married to? Gwen Stefani. Correct. And here's question number five. Golden State Warriors fans went wild last night when Will Ferrell took the court before the game. Will Ferrell (laughs) turned into his character Jackie Moon. Which movie does Will Ferrell play Jackie Moon? I have no idea. <laughs> I'll give you an X. I'm going to bring Amber back in. All right. Amber, Tia from Sonoma got two out of five today. Okay, were they hard questions today? What do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see how I do, Tanner. Question one. Prince Harry was recently spotted at a Texas rodeo in Fort Worth. Amber, how many seconds do bull riders have to try to stay on the bull? Oh, man. I think it's like five. That is incorrect. It is eight. Oh, yeah. nice. That's a long time. <laughs> Tia from Sonoma got that correct. Nice. Amber, you are down zero to one. Question number two. Dirks Bentley says that he's a big fan of Chris Stapleton. True or false, Dirks and Chris have collaborated together on a song. True. That is incorrect. Oof. Tia from Sonoma also got that wrong. The score still stands. Amber, you are down zero to one. Question number three. On this day in 1959, Barbie was born. Finish the lyrics. I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world. That is correct. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) Tia from Sonoma also got that correct. Amber, you are down one to two. Here's question number four. Blake Shelton honored his wife yesterday for International Women's Day. Who is Blake Shelton married to? Gwen Stefani. That is correct. Tia from Sonoma also got that correct. Amber, (laughs) (laughs) the score is tied two to two. And here's question number five. Golden State Warriors fans went wild last night when Will Ferrell took the court before the game. Will Ferrell turned into his character Jackie Moon. Which movie does Will Ferrell play Jackie Moon? It's funny. I talked about this movie yesterday. It's one of my favorites of all time. It's semi-pro. That is correct. (laughs) The final score, Amber, you got three to Tia's two and a half. Out of five, Tia, so sorry you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown. (laughs) Well, we really really appreciate you playing, even though you haven't seen Semi-Pro. I think we're still going to give you those tickets to see Marin Morris. That's what I'm I'm talking about. But Tia, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. <laughs> but you'll be heading to the Greek Theater at UC Berkeley on September 17th to see Marin Morris and the Lone Bellow, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. Yeah, I've been seeing this all over social media and people even making memes out of it, you were telling me, Tanner. But a lot of what's happening in the world right now, 
everything that's happening is a major historical event. I mean, think about it. Russia invading the Ukraine. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And I do realize that things are always happening. And they have happened in our lifetime. Things that have already made it into history books. For example, 9-11. You and I were both alive for that. Definitely. And uh, these memes I keep seeing is like, I'm tired of living through all these historical events. <laughs> we look back in history and we're like, wow, the 60s were so crazy. So yeah. much was going on. I wonder what life was like back then. And future generations are probably going to wonder the same things about us. Yeah. Like our kids are going to be like, hey, you remember that time the coronavirus was running rapid yeah. around the world. <laughs> what was that like? Like, I'll tell you a story, youngster. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, we're reading about World War Three. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just it's just crazy to yeah. think about, you know. And when you're growing up and, like you said, reading in those history books, you're like, the Vietnam War, wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've been discussing, you know, what's an event from your lifetime you think will make it into a history book. Tanner, is there anything else you want to talk about or share? Yeah, I think something that happened, I think almost 10 years ago now, roughly around there, when Osama bin Laden was taken down. Oh, yeah. I remember when that happened, I was like, this is going to be a big deal. My grandchildren are going to read about this someday. What was it like Desert Storm? Is that what it was called? Like Project Desert Storm? Or I don't know specifically off the top of my head. I just remember, I think it was like May 1st Yeah, is when it happened. Because I distinctly remember like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, and they aired everything on TV. Yeah, like... Which was wild. Like hours after it happened. I remember that, you know, Obama came on my TV and it was like breaking news, all that stuff. Well, we're getting some great messages right now on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. People talking about events from their lifetime that's going to make it or has made it into history books. Cadence from Santa Rosa said the COVID pandemic... 9-11, Columbine, and the war in Ukraine right now. Alexis from Guerneville said, It's already in history books, but I was very young when the Berlin Wall came down. I remember watching the news reports with my parents in our living room and on TV as it happened. Chris from Petaluma. <laughs> he said, Me graduating from high school. That was a major historical event. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.